a, a slow meandering affair. He wants to kick, he's gotta go now. We're with Josh Kerr. All right, here, David Rivich. Josh Kerr. David Rivich. Josh Kerr's for real. Fastest D2, 1500 meters. Josh Kerr on the outside. Way up front now is David Rivich. All right, Morgan, go ahead and start uh, start the podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Sit and Kick podcast. New host, Morgan McDonald here, bringing it in. Um, I'd like to welcome my fellow co-hosts, David Ribich and Josh Kerr. What's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> oh, no. God, I mean, it's an, you're a natural, mate. You're not, you should have I don't know. I don't know who I was impersonating there, but I don't think... I don't know. You sounded very much like a YouTuber when you were like, well, what's up, guys? So, yeah. you know, I, I feel like you could start a channel. Um, I mean, start a channel? He has a channel. You have a channel? <laughs> it's pretty underground right now, but it's, uh, it's about to blow up, I think. I am the, a subscriber. What? Yeah. Fuck. This is a real thing? Yeah. Oh, geez. I know the, uh, your group has one, right? Or no? Yeah. So there's a Team Boss one, and then there's a, well, it's called Not Morgan McDonald, but it is actually me. Um, oh you've really got there dude <laughs> yeah i think i threw a couple of people off but uh i have a current i have one video so far and it's me filming my roommate ollie on a, a certain special day when he ran a quick mile so uh you should go watch that it's pretty fun uh, I, i've been put off now um do you, do you live with him right now you live with him still right i do but he's he's currently in australia oh so really oh, i'm okay. a sad boy all alone <laughs> so the, the big question I wanted to ask you to start with before we get into these races is, did you move to Boulder so you could live with him? Was that like the whole thing? 100%. Thing? Yeah. I couldn't be away from him. I was so, no, nah, like things are kind of um, like happened definitely simultaneously between him like joining the group here in Boulder and me being like, well, if Ollie's not going to be here, like I don't really know like who I'm going to train with, like who I'm going to do this and that with. And then that's kind of like, that was definitely like a bit of a motivation to start looking at other options and uh, yeah, looking into a bit more. It just really made, made a lot of sense. So he's not the reason, but he, he definitely contributed to it. (laughs) So was he, he was signed when you moved there, right? He just didn't tell anyone. He told us on the podcast, but he told no one else. Yeah, no, that happened. um, That's like a hundred percent of the movement. The reason why he moved to Boulder was for yeah. that yeah i thought see i thought he was joining 10 man elite and then like all of a sudden he signed with on i was like curveball what the heck <laughs> you thought we just came to boulder to chase the running clout yeah it's all that's what it's all about hey speaking yeah. of running clout the athlete special said uh you and ollie were the nicest guys in boulder really? i don't know if, i don't know if you even talked to him but that's what he claimed i didn't so that's pretty funny that's, that's pretty <laughs> exposing awesome. the athlete special <laughs> yeah but uh no nah, shout outs fans love you bro <laughs> great Bobby talks bro, in boulder day ones day ones baby day one youtubers yeah his youtube actually is pretty good josh uh there's a video of him and um oh my god i'm just spacing on the name he just wrote a sick album um put it on his website Who? who's your training partner oh nick harris yeah nick oh, harris man. they were yeah, playing a uh, basketball in jumpsuits in the garbage man jumpsuits yeah that's that's so that's on the team bus youtube page um it's a halloween Wait, no, it's the, that's the paintball episode. Yeah. Um, when we were all up in Crested Butte, like it was obviously when we were up in Crested Butte together, like kind of on a bit of a training camp vibe, it's really easy to film with every, everyone, like, cause we're all together all the time. But here in Boulder, it's a little more difficult to get that stuff. But no, we had some fun up there. Made a couple of videos. Did paintballing hurt? I've never been, I've never been hit by a paintball. Yeah, not so I have a, I have a scar Ooh, right here. PG-13. Um, there's a scar on my neck. Wait, is this video? Well, yeah, we, well, the thing is, speaking of YouTube, the video—I mean, our YouTube channel is popping off, but yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> so that's just so you can see that I think. It, yeah. That's Danny Jones. She shot me in the neck from like five feet oh, away. That, oh, she shot you. Shot you in the neck. Yeah, you know for sure, dude. Yeah, oh, I've been shot in the neck a few times myself, Morgan. I'm leaving, guys. <laughs> my girlfriend's definitely gonna listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna put a big headline on. <laughs> definitely listening. To Didn't this. realize you guys were official, but it's fine. <laughs> Uh, she was going to be on the podcast too. <laughs> All right. No, I've met your girlfriend, Morgan. She's she's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Do you actually did. have a girlfriend? Yeah. Does she still yeah. live in France? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's actually in Paris right now. Um, shout out to long distance relationships. Um, 
<laughs> Josh, but, you're like uh, two hours away. What? Your math is so off. By Where's flight. All right, fine. Whatever. Keep going, Morgan. Um, so I'll see her at Christmas. I'll go. She's like, her family's in Austin, but she's currently in school in Paris. She's French-American. So I'll see her at Christmas. Sweet. Yeah. Does she run? No, she actually uh, was on the lightweight rowing team at Wisconsin. That's nice. how we met. And she like, she thinks runners are like the biggest pussies in the world. It's so funny. Like, <laughs> I'll be she like, would, yeah, she wouldn't be wrong there. I'm like, man, I gotta like, I gotta wake up at seven this morning. Like, I gotta run at eight. Like, got a real busy day. And she's just like, are you kidding me? Like, we trained at like five a.m. in the morning, and like, they just like wreck their bodies. Like, cause they don't have the pounding of um, running. Like, mm-hmm. they just absolutely destroy their bodies with like the lactic and just how hard they go. And she hates tactical races so much. She like doesn't understand how that all kind of plays out where like you don't want to be leading and stuff and it just frustrates her to no end and so it is hilarious to always get her opinion Dude, uh, that's always a weird weird argument though isn't it like whenever you try and explain a tactical race to people i sometimes i'm like yeah i'm really not sure why we do it but like it's it's less painful that way so it's like i'm not going to complain yeah and sometimes I mean, you'll have a you'll have an effort of winning you'll have a chance everyone has a chance so, you know, I'm just the quality in that. So you're saying I have a chance with you in a tactical race? Everyone does. Unless you sit at the back or fall. Like, Appreciate it. Always, Dave. Um, anyway, Dave, why don't you, why don't you yeah, go let's, for... Yeah, let's stop what? making out with Morgan here and get into some business chat. Um, some disclaimers. One disclaimer, this is not the Morgan McDonald guest episode. This is Morgan McDonald co-host episode. So this does not count as him really making an appearance on the Sit and Kick podcast. So the roasts and the deep dives into his life is really going to come later um, when you guys get a little tease from him this episode. So just know that he's in the hot seat later on, but right now he's got to be respected. No flaming him in the comments. Just kind of give the guy some confidence before we can tear him down. Second he disclaimer. Knows. Uh, Olympic window opened up in December 1st of 2020. So the qualifying period is open. So that's kind of why we're jumping on the train to get this conversation rolling about these competitions that are happening down in uh, California. We have men's 5,000 meters to talk about women's 5,000 meters to talk about and some 10 Ks. We want to be able to cover every single, um, heat. Um, and as a disclaimer, as an athlete, it's like, we're all athletes. Like we understand not getting mentioned in an article like Josh gets really upset when he's not mentioned in a flow track article. So we've been there. We understand if like the media isn't giving everyone the attention they deserve. And I guarantee someone we don't mention is going to pop off and run a phenomenal time. That's not to say we discredit them. Um, we're mostly going to be talking from personal experience. We're mostly going to be talking from the people that we know have some form of interaction with, um, and just kind of shoot the breeze with it. So we are going to talk about the sound running uh, competition called the track meet. Josh, do you have any like background on what that even is? Yeah. First of all, shout out Jesse Williams is going to put this meet on. Um, he's put, I think this is his second meet within COVID. I think I'm right on that. And, you know, I know how difficult work that is. Sound running have put on great, great events in the past. We you know they had the, um, what was the series called before? Sunset tour. Sunset tour that they did before it. And it, is constantly you've got guys popping off like races in LA always go fast great place to race so you know I think it's I think it's quite remarkable that he's able to to pull this off and if if these races go off tomorrow and Saturday I think you know I think we should all be you know looking and admiring that and you know he's able to pay pacers and and do things for the athletes as well so I think it's a pretty cool meet and you know we wish we were there but you know Brooks made that decision for us that you know it wasn't the smartest idea to go down there um and, and and we're okay with that right now um but you know it is we were gonna feel a little bit jealous watching those guys and girls rip, rip some five and tens but you know when we realized that we were running a 10k no one really fought it too hard that we were not racing so except was, me i thought fun. that was gonna be the first chance that i could beat josh in a race uh, the first beast to beat josh in a race i thought that was gonna be my my glory moment i want it yeah so kidder beat me in the vegas mile Okay, but that doesn't really count race. for anything. I mean, he was fit coming off of it. And That's I think true. you talked more shit with Ches than you ran miles that week. So, yes, because I want the clout. <laughs> All right. But yeah. Men's or women's? Which one do you want to talk about first? Women's. I, Morgan said that he knew like a bunch of stuff about the women's. So, to get him involved and to get this ball rolling, I think we're going to start with the women's 5K. All right. Let's, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to run the names. Do you want me to like throw a link into this, uh, this chat here? So then all of us can kind of see the, who the start list is. 
Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, oh, actually, I have it. Let me read it. Because I do research. I'll edit this little pause out. These are the fast races that are going to the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there's a lot of the faster races. Everyone's fast. Everyone is fast in this. So I'm just going to go read through the start list. So this is the women's 5,000 meter race. Sub 1530 is the goal, which is very close to my PR in the 5K. So I'm pretty excited to watch this. We have Alicia Konachek, Haley Herberg, Grace Barnett, Alma Garcia, Rachel Schluenski, Sarah Lancaster, Tansy Leistad, Amanda Rago, Jenna Hinkle, Emily, what is that? Emily Renaud, Heather Camp, Heather Camp, uh, Sarah Vaughn, Gabrielle Jennings, Grayson Murphy, Ali Shadler, Daniela Hirata, Maddie Berkson, Madison Ofstein, Katie Dammer, Sammy Corman, Olivia O'Keefe, Taryn O'Neill, and Jenna Hutchins. You guys have any take, fun facts yeah, about any of them? Away, take it away, Morgan. Yeah, Morgan, let's, let's so, hear your uh, women's knowledge. I think I know about three of those names, if I'm being completely honest. I think Heather Camp went to Minnesota maybe like 10 years ago. Yep, she went to Minnesota. She, I think she's the one who has this like really epic video of her at conference where I think it's like a 600 or an 800. Like it's a short race and she falls over and then she comes back and wins that race. I don't know if either of you guys have seen that, but uh, I think that's her. Um, I just dropped a Wikipedia link. She's actually a phenomenal athlete. Like she's ran 55 meter, uh, 55 seconds in the 400 meters in high school. Um, and then she ran 201 in the outdoor um, 800 meters when she was at Minnesota. So, and that was still a school record. Now and then a 5K for. now she's coming into a 5K. I mean, she's listed at 1556 and she's under Minnesota distance elite slash ASIC. So she's obviously got some, some chops to bring here. Um, if it's a sit and kick classic sit and kick which it's obviously not going to be i think she's got the field but some of the other names that are pretty impressive are like alicia konachek she's on on athletic club she's a polish athlete um women's steeplechase representative for her country at the 2019 world championships and youth championships since like 2011 we have uh sarah vaughn um do you know sarah vaughn josh yeah no she's she's a good runner actually yeah uh, she was USA uh, third at a, in 1500 meters over um, in 2017 and went on to compete for the USA in London. Um, then I think Gabrielle Jennings is a Furman athlete. Um, Grayson Murphy, I'm not very familiar with her, but she's listed with a 10K time of 32.28. So I'm anticipating that she's going to be able to actually run a pretty good time. I think she's a mountain runner though. Oh, I, I think she, she has is. a big Instagram following. Yeah, she does have a big Instagram following. She is a mountain runner. She used to run for Hoka. Yep, she used to run for Hoka, went with Saucony, but big into the trails. She was, mm. Did she win the world championships for trail running? I think she did. Yeah. I think she did as well. Um, and then the last name that pops out uh, for me is like the Allie Shadler. She's a, she has a 1621 PR, um, but I know recently she's a UW athlete. She ran like 432 in a time trial mile um, for team stuff like two weeks ago. So I know she's ready to rip um, just with the inside details. I mean, I think – I think it'll be really interesting in all these races, but maybe even more so in these ones where like, you just like, you haven't seen people race in so long. Um, you don't know what anyone's been doing. So like some of these people might've just like run a hundred miles a week, every week during quarantine, who knows, who knows what is happening. So I think there'll be some big performances, um, kind of surprises perhaps. And that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, some breakthrough stuff for sure. Yeah, I mean, the Olympic standard for the women is 5'10", but this is getting paced out for – or 15'10", sorry. Um, But this is getting paced out for 15'30". So, yeah, I'm curious to see how this is going to pop off because everyone's going for these PRs and getting into these positions to hit an Olympic window or hit Olympic qualifier in the window. Um, But, like, there's some real gamers, and I agree. Like, this is really, like, the first real track meet since February. It's like there's been a lot of team time trials, a team mm-hmm. like they had this stuff in Oregon. Josh, you want to talk about those races that you guys did down in Oregon? Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is about it is it's such a different atmosphere. You know, you don't have people there. You know, this is different, though, because the Olympic window is open and maybe not in the slower races, but the races that are going after Olympic standards like that's massive. I think it's interesting to see people go after it right away. I don't know if, you know, the, the rules can change overnight. You know, they could just shut it 
whenever they want just so they, they don't have races on and things like that but when you run a standard within the window they can't take that away from you so you know that's what's going to be the most important and, and fun thing of watching these races is just being able to have that you know anticipation of maybe i can run an olympic standard and you know i'm lucky enough to have one and and i want the window to be closed up until the trials if i'm being honest um so i'll just sit around and do nothing until i disagree then. As someone who doesn't have one okay, sure. you know yeah, i, I just, say, <laughs> yeah. I just don't feel like it's necessary for this window to be open again i think it's really dangerous that these races are going on <laughs> no, i'm joking um can i can i ask david do you have do you know what the U.S. trial standards are? Because these heats are probably being paced for U.S. trial standards, I would guess. Oh, that's probably true. Um, for yeah, let me look for USA championships. I know the um, like the fifteen hundred meters is three thirty seven point five twenty twenty standards. Let me whiz kid over here for a sec. Um, Morgan, talk about. So you don't have any standards? Yeah, you don't no. use standards, bro. I suck. <laughs> I suck at running, guys. Um, well, the the five kilom is is pretty quick for the men. It's uh, thirteen thirteen fifty, I think. And yeah, twenty nineteen. I just didn't really. Actually, I did get in like a good race, but I wasn't really ready to run that. Um, and so I didn't do. I only did one like pro five k because um, I was coming off like all the college stuff. So yeah, I haven't really like gone for it at all. Do you, you could run in five k? What do you think? I, what do I think I could run? Yeah, you're gonna go sub thirteen, thirteen, but like you go thirteen O's, thirteen flat, 12, or like twelve fifty nine or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. My my my, wait, are you allowed to swear on this podcast? Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, dude. My fuck yeah, I'm on twelve fifty nine nine nine. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Just no, send I, it. I mean, like five five K is a tough one. Actually, I mean, when you get to this level, everyone is a tough one. It's probably very similar in the fifteen hundred, but like. You know, I've, I've really thought that I've been in that shape before, but it's like, you just, you realize like you just have to kind of get in those races unless like, well, Joshka, like, dude, you're, I don't know why I just called you by both your names. Well, there's it. a lot of Joshes on the call. So we, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for making sure that it's me. Yeah. Joshua, um, I, I've seen you race before. You don't mind to take it on a third lap and just run away with it. But for us simpletons who don't tend to race like that, and especially in the 5k, I think like you need to be, you need to be surrounded by some other guys who are like in that shape, um, don't get after it. And that's just like, there's not that there's only a certain amount of races like that every year. So, so do you think, think yeah, I think, yeah, well, I, think I, I was going to say, I think that's specific for, for 5k, especially like if someone in the 15 is going to be like, Oh, I didn't get the races this year. I didn't get this. Maybe if you didn't get the weather, fair enough, if it's super windy, but in the 15, it is much easier to go out and do that because it's what, and it, like last two minutes is probably pretty sore but other than that it's kind of chill but for the 5k you do need good paces you do need nice weather you know the right time of year with a yeah. good, good competition i do think that makes a massive difference but in the 15 you can solo that yeah so yeah. for these races um the usa standards are 1520 for women in 5k and then the men's is 1325 so yeah. these are races are getting paced just slower than that so i'm i would assume that if all went according then maybe the a winner or a few people from each heat would be able to nab that uh usa trial standard that's not really yeah. a big difference between this trial standard and the olympic standard is it like 15 seconds? 20 15 10 and then yeah 13 25 and 13 13 i mean usa one of the hardest teams to make josh and morgan you know it's people don't You're run right away from a uh, competition here well actually right. people do run away from competition in the US. i'm sorry but as the u.s is one of the best countries in the world for track and field like most medals at olympics and world championships and that you guys have terrible races like the Euro european races are much better than u.s races like in in quantity yeah like there's maybe like one diamond league here and like what else is there like random races. are you saying that the european championships is more competitive than the north american that. continent championships i didn't say that but probably <laughs> it is 100 <laughs> percent um yeah. but i don't know i just, I just feel like there's such an opportunity Henry. there's such Henry. an opportunity to run like great races here they have some fantastic tracks and they just don't don't really do it yeah which is why jesse williams is pioneering this yeah so do you think this is going to be one of those opportunities like before we really get into the faster heats um do you think someone's actually gonna be able to hit the olympic standard like do you think someone will go under the olympic standard yes. on both sides yeah maybe not in the 10k but the five yeah i think the 10k is more likely than the five really 
in the on the men's side at least. I just I just feel like that sounds crazy. Twenty seven thirty sounds crazy. It does, but if you look at the names in that field, uh, I, yeah. I put it down to a couple of factors. The names in that field, mostly um, my boy Pat Tannen. I know if he's in the race, like he's not he's not messing about. Yeah, he's, he can run that pace um, from the front, and then also. I think another factor to take into consideration is how little 10Ks there are. So I think a lot of people in the 10K field are more thinking like, this is, this is, this might be my only real opportunity for this. Like what other 10Ks are there? Whereas in the 5K, um, I think people would be pretty confident that they'll have one or two more shots, at least in, even in just in the U S like later. Isn't U S or isn't the uh, Australian championships around this time typically? So yeah, the 10K, we have like a separate 10K nationals. It's like called the Zatapec meet and that's normally around like December 10th, yeah. Okay, okay. Was your championships last year going into effect for the Olympics? Like you guys had the 10K Olympic trials, right, already? We actually had the 10K and the 5K was separate. Um, I wasn't at either, but then the like actual nationals meet, which had like all the other events, that one got canceled. Right. So are they going to stay true to the people who made the spots in the five and 10? Yeah. But the way that Australia does it is they only give away one spot from like automatically from those championships. And then the rest of them are up to selectors discretion. And so Stewie McSwain won both those and has the standard <laughs> in both those. So and the 50. if he wants those spots, I'm going to argue that one. <laughs> Yeah, we, we tried to get him on the call, but we decided to settle for you. Um, second best, uh, Ozzy. Um, yeah, he probably costs too much these days. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah you, you, you ran us up a pretty high amount as well. Um, uh, that cost a pretty penny as well, not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but let's move on to this uh, men's 5,000 meter. Um, that link should be able to just pop over to the, the sub 1330. And Josh, what's your, your 5K PR? is like 1326, right? Uh, I won't say that it's 1328, but if people were listening and thought it was 1328, they might be correct. Yeah, um, but you ran that one time as well. Your, your first one, one and five only 5K is 1328. Morgan, what's That's your 5K? Crazy, man. Um, mine's 1315. Okay. Oh, damn. You're, you're right to there. For comfort, to be honest. Well, I'll, I'll give you the cushion of mine being 1452. So we can. That actually uh, makes me feel a lot better. Thank you. Yeah, I know the, the women's <laughs> fast heat is definitely going to blow that uh, out of the water. Um, but yeah, so this men's heat one start list, we have actually a lot of familiar names, uh, Reed Brown, Darius Terry, uh, Jack Mayer, uh, not the singer, probably pronounced that wrong. Fairgay Curtin, uh, Arizona state, Will Paulson, Andrew Jordan, Jason Itravavia, man, Josh, you need to start doing some of these. David nope. Goodman, very good, attractive first name. In my opinion, uh, Austin Dalquist, uh, Casey Neville Bard, Nico Young, Casey Klinger, Vincent Ciotti, Cameron Griffith, uh, Jamin Coleman, Michael Jordan, Barry Keane, Elias Gedeon, Cole Hoker or Hawker. How do you say his last name? He's the Universal Oregon guy. I think it's Hawker. Okay. Uh, Christopher Ollie, Tom Anderson, Joseph Burr. Oh, I butchered this one. Barretua. He's Italian, right? Barracua. Barracua. Uh, Charlie Hunter. Matt Sentiewicz, um And Obsa Ali. So, Did you say Matt Sentiewicz? Matt Sentiewicz, yeah, he's listed into the uh, Heat 1 thir- sub-1330. Yeah, Wait, he's trying to run sub-1330? He wouldn't go in the fast zone? He's run like 13 flat? He's run 1301. <laughs> yeah, but he's, a, he's in this. Um, I mean, he had an interesting year. He was never in any of those Bowerman time trial races over there at Jesuit. Yeah, he, he came and raced um, one of the Oregon meets with us. Did he? Yeah, he was in that our final 800. Hmm. It was like me, Drew, Henry, and him. There was like four of us, and then our pacer didn't turn up, so... Oh, no, our pace did turn off for that one. That was yeah, the one that happens. <laughs> yeah, classic. Um, yeah, so some of these are getting pretty good names. I, I mean, can actually talk on a few of these because yeah, go for it. there's like four Australians in this race. Yeah, Which there's a couple Brits in here too. Yeah, well, so Jack Meyer is, is British and he actually goes – he's actually at Wisconsin. He's a sophomore. Okay. Um, I don't know if he's in sub-1330 shape, but that would be pretty cool <laughs> if he did. Uh, Jackson Sharp is another Australian – uh, sophomore from a uh, Wisconsin sophomore from Australia. And then we also have Cameron Griffith from Australia. Oh, who yeah. is my age. Charlie Hunter, yep. my age as well from Australia. Do you want to hear something interesting about Charlie Hunter? This is not a diss at all. Mm-hmm. It's just, we're the same age. So I, we grew up racing each other. 
And I'm pretty sure he was a freshman at Oregon when I was a fifth year at Wisconsin. I don't get that it. kind of blew my mind. I don't know. I don't know what the how that works, but um, yeah, he goes to Oregon. And, Are you uh, not talking about Harley? Oh wait, no, I can't. I can't switch to those first two letters. That's inappropriate. Charlie Hunter. If you put a C <laughs> instead of an H there, that'll be a bad word. <laughs> nice guy, buddy. But then, um, <laughs> like, this is like just a lot of names of like mm-hmm. really, really talented runners. So. Yeah, I know that the Brit. There's a couple of Brits in here too. Um, we've got Chris Ollie, um, and then Jermaine Coleman as well. I'm, I'm, I, Charlie Hunter might be British. Is he British? Oh, he just he's said he's British. Australian. Yeah, yeah. So he's not from the US. Crush it. <laughs> Good. We, we we narrowed out the fact that Charlie Hunter is not American. Cool. But like, yeah. So it looks like we've got some what Oregon Trap Club, Tin Man Elite, and just. Some bunch of lessons. college kids actually oh, good yeah. a bunch of good guys too like uh like cole and uh this will be uh nico young's who 5k debut for northern arizona what's up who, win- who wins this race who wins this race mm. i mean we could we could each pick top three and, and and score it um i'm gonna go with the win for dude i think charlie hunter is gonna win it the Brit, the, the not American, yeah. <laughs> what makes you say that? Um, because he's the same age as you. I'm, he's going to be breathing on your neck. Yeah. Um. Well, you, did anyone mention Will Paulson racing this? Uh, I didn't say his name, but he also put in his uh 1500 meter time for the entry. So I don't know how promising it'll be. Oh, British. That'll, that'll be interesting. Canadian, mm-hmm. American. Like, what did he run in the 1500 this year? He ran really quick. Like 335, 59. Yeah. Oh, really? So, not a bad showing for him, too. He's done really well since he's turned pro, too. I'm not saying he had a bad bad college career, but I don't think he was – he didn't win any NCAAs, but then he turned up and has run some pretty quality times for a professional. Pick pick one winner each just so we can get a move on. I I personally think that Central has put himself down into the 1330s so that he can go and win a race. Do you think that's similar to his 1,500-meter uh, market in Portland when he went on to win 2018's championships? He won that race in like 3.44. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just feel like that seems like a move. Or he's not as fit. Because you can't go from 13.01 to being in the 13.30 race. You can't. That'd be impressive. Yeah. So. would be impressively unfit. That would be sandbaggingly <laughs> unfit. Uh, my pick is... Like, this is actually really tough because I think there are so many good runners um, and who knows what form everyone's in, but Cam Griffith, okay. Australian, Tim and Elite. Uh, he's, I don't really know how his training's been going, but uh, he, he looked solid during the summer, so. You're not being sent up to the date with, with Tim and Elite's YouTube videos? No. Oh, well, actually, yeah, no, I watch every single one. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the winners run? Do you think the winners will run under uh, the U.S. standard yeah. of 1325? Oh, ooh. I think it'll be low 1330s. Okay. I think if it's getting, what, what they're saying is what it's getting paced at 1330. Sub so, 1330s pace, yep. So, so the odds are they'll probably run quicker than that, right? Because they'll hopefully close off that. So I think yes. 1325 is definitely possible. If the pacers are good. I don't know yeah. what, what the pacers. So I think, honestly, when I click up. We got Brand Psalm list. in there. Is Brand Psalm pacing the 5K? <laughs> no, but. When I click performance list, I mean, Absa Ali and Will Paulson are the only two to not use a 5K time for entry. So I'm curious if those two guys are actually the pacers. Okay. Oh, yeah, Will Paulson might be pacing, huh? Yeah, that's true. Um, let's move on to the women's 5K, it's the sub-1510, which has a variety of names. Do you want to get an accent? Either of you want to read off that start list? Yeah, I think you're doing such a good job. That I think we would, we would be kind of not allowing the listeners to have the best experience if, if anyone else says it. It's all you, Dave. Man, just, just keep just, rolling. Just fucking golf. All right, dude. So the women's uh, heat one, the sub 15-10. We have Laura Galvin. We have Eleanor Fulton. We have Carolina Tebers, uh, Mariel Coneo, uh, Dana Giordano, Emily Lapari, Brianna Sierksaki, Ali Cash, uh, Stephanie Garcia, Kim Conley, H- Helen Schlostenhofen, oh. 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 <laughs> Alicia Monson, Abby Cooper, Yolanda Negrabe, 
Emily Oren, Alicia Flanagan, Leah Folland, Heidi C, Shelby Houlihan, Elise Cranny, and Royzen Flanagan. So we have a set of twins, we have a set of barman women, and we have a lot of fast people in this race. That's all. That's all that not more barman girls are doing it. Yeah, I mean, no, there's two of them in the 10K as well. We have. Uh, there's like a billion of those. That's those true. Girls in that team. It's true. It's crazy. There's no Brooks Beasts out there either, right? All right, what do you Get think of this? I mean, like, Shelby's obviously had has, like, the most impressive PR at the 1422. No idea what kind of shape. Maybe she's just trying to get in with Elise to, to work through it or help. I can't imagine her helping women get the standard. What's up? Does she have the 5K standard? Who, Elise? No, Shelby. Uh, well, she ran that at the Oregon meet, so that's probably out of the window. So now she actually has to get it then, yeah? Yeah. I bet she might she could have got it previously, though. Yeah, she might be able to get it previously. Like, she can walk and do that, man. Like, if, if she can run 1424, oh, that's so much slower. <laughs> so much slower. It's, like, it's, it's like almost a minute. Than Dave. <laughs> that is fat. That, I mean, a lot of these women are going to probably run faster than me. The, uh, that's tough. What, what is a 1422? What is that per lap? What did Shelby do? The 70s is, 72s is 15 flat. So that means she's running about 70s. Nice. Yeah. yeah 40. It's a bit quicker. Yeah, a little bit quicker. 69s. 69 points. Running the 60s. Yeah. But yeah, 15, 10 is no joke. That's pretty. That's a pretty hot pace. So, I mean, I hope a lot of these girls get on it and they can run those times. Like, that's – with that many girls getting off here, like – and I'm just looking at the PBs now. Like, there's – there could be a lot of PBs in this race, depending yeah. on everyone's form. Because, like, the, it's getting paced out for – 15 10 but there's one two three four five women that have run under 15 10 already Jeez, women are just so much better than men huh i, I would say women are more consistently better than men they are they're harder to pick as well because i feel like when you look at a men's race you're like ah this guy could probably take that one but like women they're just like emily lapari is such a wild card in every race that she runs like she's won so many road races and so many 1500 and mile races that I would never pick her to win a 5K, but then at the same time, she ran 1507 in Boston last December in like a solo time trial race with her teammates. Like she could easily be up in the top of this. Is, is the women's standard just easier? Because like you, you're not going to have anyone who's like ran 1245 in the men for this race, but then you've got Shelby who's like 45 seconds faster than the standard. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if you compare them like that, it's, I guess easy. I don't know if easy is the right word, but comparatively women seem to be able to run a lot quicker than their standards. Yeah. At the top end. Jing is just like a bigger spread of ability. Well, isn't, isn't no, well, isn't that's how standards are created is they take the average time of certain place finishes. Really? From what? I don't know. I know like NCAAs for instance. The previous, yeah. For previous championships. Something with the previous like X amount of years. Like an automatic standard in NCAAs is typically like the um, top 16 or something times evened out. And like that's the A standard for like indoors. So I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case for women's. Because I mean like um, if they're averaging out these times, then like that would probably get them close to 1510, to be honest. If you average out yeah. the women at the world championships or Olympics championships. So yeah, I would definitely not say that the uh, the word is easier, but. Um, there are some Division Two women in this race as well. The the Flanagan sisters of Adam State University. So well, they're not sisters, dude. Read they're their they're twins. One says Rosen Flanagan. The other one says Ailish Flanagan. On my they're screen. So, uh, well, I think you're reading it wrong because my screen they are correct with the exact same time. Screen. They are identical twins with identical 5k PRs. Judging really? by that sheet of paper. Well, I don't know. The <laughs> sheet of paper has them both at 15:30. So the odds that they both ran 15:30 dead is pretty low. I think Allie Cash is going to have a good day as well. If she's from Ravenna Track Club, she's an old Oregon girl that uh, got second in the 10,000 meter race the year that you won in Texas, whatever year that was, um, Morgan. 2018? That was 2019. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be good. Also, some on athletic club women hitting it up on this one. Um, but then we shall move on to the men's sub 1315. This is the one I'll be wanting to talk about. All right, Josh, lead away. Talk about the entries. Go. Listen, I'm on a different sheet as you, apparently. So I'm on the startless sheet. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm just on the website. I'm on the Sandrunning website. Okay. So I think there's been updates to it because I think Morgan's name's still on the tank, eh? and we all know that he pissed out of that. So shout we, out to Morgan. <laughs> it's Morgan. Um, but it? yeah, Dave, you read the names and then we can go for it. All right. Uh, Kiernan O'Leonard, uh, Brian Barraza, Jose Esperaza, Jeffrey Thies, Sam Prakel, Andrew Jordan, Mark Parrish, Drew Hunter, Sam Parsons. Uh, Yosef Tesema, Sam Atkin, Charles Philbert, Thibuat Tut. Oh, that's a that's C- CPT. He's a Canadian yeah. guy. He's good. Uh, Eric Avila, Louis Grisalva. I know Louis. who that is. Don't know how to say his name. Jean Simon Desgonzenze. Sounds uh, French. Butchered. Ben Blakenship, Jacob Hesslington, and Cooper Tier. This is going to be a pretty solid race for men. A lot of young people really in this race. Really. A lot of young people. And and Lewis just won uh, that 3K against Drew Hunter and ran like 7.42. Like, yeah. There's a lot of really fucking... good, really good young people here. Mm-hmm. I think all of them are fit as well. That's the big part. It's like, for some reason, all these people have like some sort of YouTube channel or presence on yep. social media. So it's pretty easy to know who's fit and who's not. I don't know who if Blank, Blank, Ben Blankenship's fit, but I think he's ripen for a pick and mm-hmm. for the win here. Um, do you guys know if there's a halfway bonus in this race? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Wait, was that a serious question? No. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I enjoyed that. Yeah, I we're not. Um, you can look at the start list and figure out uh, who's going for that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is going to be really interesting because I do think that there's some different levels of athletes in this as well. That yes. like I'm, I'm very confident that a handful of these guys will run 13, 13. But then there's a handful of guys that I don't know if they'll even run the times that they are listed as entry. So, I think there's going to be a couple of 13 40s in here. Yeah. Because that's, that pace is pretty quick. So what happens when you have a bad race in this scenario? Do you, what do you do? Like, ah, COVID, like there's a lot of weird circumstances hitting you that like you have to pull out or you have to, you have, like how do you bring yourself back up from like a disappointing performance in this? Because I feel like this is like an everything to lose, little to gain if you can actually, if you don't no. run the standard. If I think it's everything to gain, nothing to lose. Right now? Yes. You would agree with that, Morgan? Um, Look, they're right yeah. here trying to run a standard before they close the window again for some reason. Right? And, and I, I don't see why not give it a go. If, they, like, if you get it now, you, even if you're injured, you can get it. You can chill out for a bit. Shoot the shit. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you look at it, like, uh, obviously, there's so much going on. But if you think about it more in the context of regular, a regular year, like this is a December race. This is like a early December race. So I think that takes the pressure off a lot. I mean, obviously a lot of people want to lock down that standard because then, you know, they're kind of on easy street for a bit and that really takes the pressure off. But I, I agree with Josh. Like if you, if you go for it and you get it awesome, if you fall a little bit short, then like you're probably really pumped that you have still, you know, I don't know, four or five months to chase it and make up the, that time. So um, yeah, I, I think a lot of guys would just be going for it and seeing where they're at. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate your guys' perspective and I'm not disagreeing, but on, on the flip coin of it, I think this is like a half court shot, honestly. Like if you make that half court shot, if you hit that standard, then hell yeah, like you're in the money. But if you miss it, I'm not sure where people's perspectives can fall if they really have a shit day. Like if someone goes in to run a 313 or 1313 Olympic standard and they run 1335, how are they going to be able to bounce back from that? Because this has been uninterrupted for the most part, uninterrupted training leading up to this exact moment. So I'm no, just I, curious. I, I yeah, go for it. I, now that you say that and I'm thinking about it more, I think like 1315, I mean, that is, I think my PB. If I, I, I like honestly cannot remember because I ran it like ages ago. Uh, but like, that's like a quick time. Like that's, that's like, there's not too many races every year in the U.S. They go 13-15. And obviously, like, everyone's like, well, that's the Olympic standard. Well, the Olympic standard is 13-13, so, like, people are going for that. But that's that's hard. Like, I don't think just be – I don't think that many people are going to hit it, if any. Yeah. That's the circumstances. The circumstances is this race would not be getting paced at 13-15 if the standard was not 13-13. So, I understand where you're coming from. But, Dave, going back to your analogy with the half-court shot – as soon as you miss that half-court shot, everyone forgets about it and the game goes on. All right? You go for it. 
there's gonna be bigger events in january and february so like it doesn't matter go for it it's like it's like them saying to you oh seat you know 10b i'm really taking this far 10b oh it's david rivich oh david rivich isn't going to take the half court shot because he doesn't want to be embarrassed when he misses it you know what i mean mm, okay you guys yeah. have realized and been working hard so why not give it a go if you've if you have the opportunity yeah, I mean, like, there's, not like, I agree, half, there's gonna be stellar shot. times. There's gonna be stellar times, but I mean, and a PR would put you in a better position to run the Olympic standard. Um, but I think bad days are gonna be bad, bad days in this mentally. I I agree. I think if the pace is on through 3K, and like that's not an easy pace. That's, that's like under eight minutes or something like that. It, it's it's under. Be, it's just under yeah. eight minutes through 3K. I don't think many people are gonna be on it at 3K. Um, so I think it'll be a pretty strung out race. And, um, do you guys want my predictions? I think I have the yeah. top five predicted. Go on, <laughs> I think first place is going to be Louis G man. Yep. I kid okay. fire. Yes, now. I think he's so good. I think he's going to kick away on the last lap. Uh, I think there'll be a bunch of them together with a lap to go, but I think Louis G is going to kick away. I think he'll be battling with Sam Atkin. Yeah, I that's think a British so. guy, think, Josh. I think yep. he's good. I mean, I think he's pretty on fire right now. And then I think, I think Cooper Teal and Drew Hunter will be three and four, um, battling out. I think obviously Drew's really good. I think Cooper Tier is really good, and I, I think, think Cooper Tier's funny. underrated. Yeah, I think he's awesome. And then well, I, I think, think he's underrated. Dave. Well, I mean, like he's a guy that's like seen as like a five k. Dude, but he ran 221, 222 in a 1K with zero track work in 2019. Yeah, start no start, start of 2020. He gets second behind Ben Blankenship in a 1K, running like 221, 222. Indoor? That's indoor. That's pretty quick for a 5K. How'd you know he hadn't done any track work? Because I talked to him before the race. Are you his coach? No, I'm I'm a friend of his. At least I we like each other's fan. stuff on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. fan. I'm a I'm a Tyrannite. Uh, I, I like Cooper. Um, but like a, a 13, 14 is like four fifteen mile pace. So they're going to go through mile one, supposedly at four fifteen. mile two, eight thirty one. mile three is at 1246. I so, just feel like he's at Oregon. No one's ever underrated an Oregon athlete. If anything, they've overrated Oregon athletes. Mm. I'm not. So I, they, they recently ran think. a 3k. I saw something came up that he ran a 3k and he ran real quick. I'm not saying he's a bad athlete. I think he's really good. I'm just saying, I don't think an Oregon athlete's ever been underrated in their life okay, since going to, to Oregon. I think uh, I can't he's got think a big fan base. Yeah. He does. Like, especially the younger kids. I think yeah. they love him. He's a pretty funny guy. But yeah. I'm there, man. So, I don't know. Yeah. He's, uh, so that's my top four. And then I think Sam Parsons, Parsoni, is going to come fifth. So what are your thoughts on uh, Leaving Kieran, out of it. Kieran O'Leonard, though, coming in for the well, pacing duties? His story is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty sick to get back into it like he has. And it looks like, I mean, I follow him on Instagram and he puts out like all of his training pretty much. And he's like been getting after it. Like he's, yeah. he's, he's working hard. So um, I, he, he can probably do it. But like, man, like as someone who has run 13, 15 previously, if you ask me to pace – a race at 13.15, if you asked me to run that pace for 3K at the front leading, I would say, I don't think I can do that. Like, it's so intimidating, that pace. Like, that's – you're running 63s. Like, yeah. if I run 163, that feels really hard. Like, and he's got to do it from the front for seven and a half laps I, if he's going 3K. Like, I think he can do it, but I, it's hard. It's really hard. Our last words on this one, Drew Hunter has the fastest entered time at 13.21 and Sam Parsons second at 13.22, in really? which they both did that in Stanford uh, at the Peyton Jordan meet in early 2019, which was also Sam Andrews qualifying times for the World Championships of Doha. So in a moment of pressure, I mean, like those guys went down to Peyton Jordan, got the job done, ran the, the world standard for Germany and US. Um, so if the pressure's on them here, like, they they have a one and no track record on getting the standard when they need it. So yeah, I don't know. I was I was willing for Drew Hunter to win. Okay. I think his three K performance was great. I think he's obviously been working on his distance work. So jumping down to a three K gets gets out sprinted by Lewis Kohova. I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. 
you know, I think I think both of them will get the standard and they'll go one two, but in a different order, personally. All right. And I love the name James Simon Desgangness, so he'll go third. <laughs> well, there's another name at thirteen twenty two that I don't even recognize. Do you see that, David? Uh, let me pop it up. Yosef. Yosef uh, Tomas uh, Tesema. Yeah, so it's super familiar. Let me just look it up. That's my guess. So he is a Team USA athlete. Yeah. Okay. Where's he from? Um, originally from Ethiopia, Crushed hometown it. of Virginia. Um, yeah. He. I don't know. It says Team USA under it, but it also says also an Ethiopian citizen. Um, he was. You can be an Ethiopian citizen and run for the U.S. Yeah. He was 18th, though, at the 2018 USA Championships, over 5,000 meters. So Ooh. that's what his career highlights show on the Team USA page. Did he make Did he make the 5K team? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly... I, I'm sorry, but if you're inside the top 10, anyone inside the top 10 will make the U.S. team for the 5K. They might pull out there was last year. That's true. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is All happening? Right. All you have to do is turn up the standard and you make a U.S. team these days, eh, Dave? Yeah, something like that. You just got to <laughs> knock yourself down in the prelim to get into the final. All right, let's talk about this 10K. Um, have you ever run a 10K on a track, Morgan? I've actually run one at a conference my senior year. Ran and? 29.30. Was it bad? Uh, well, I, I ran pretty comfortably. So the last two laps were bad. But apart from that, it was pretty chill. Yeah. Um, but... I imagine if you're running at the paces that these guys are trying to run, it's pretty bad. Yeah. I'm sorry, but sub 28 for a slow heat is not a slow heat for the men. Do, do you want to talk about, we're going to talk about the, the top heats for the men and women 10K. Do you want to talk about the men's first and then finish with the women's? Or do you want to talk about the women's first and then talk about the men's? I think women should always go first. Not sure if that was you being courtship or not. Um, I was being courtship. I don't, know I don't even know I mean if that's the right word to use. Courtship. All right, so courtship. All right, let's roll through this 31-30 heat. Uh, we have Alia Gray, Alicia Monson, Anna Marie Blaney. Shout out uh, Brenda Flores, uh, Danielle Shanahan, uh, Elena Tab, Ellie Hennis, Erica Kemp, uh, J.C. Smith, Kellen Taylor, Laura Thwiet, uh Laura Gallivan, Lauren Paquette, Maggie Montoya, Natasha Rogers, Sarah Pagano, Pagano uh, Sharon Lochte, uh, Stephanie Bruce, Wayne Kalati. Hey, Wayne Kalati's popping in this one. Uh, Katie Izzo, Rachel Schneider, uh, Kaylee Lug, Emily Durgan, Hannah Everson, Rachel Johnson, Olivia Pratt, Kara D'Amato, Amy Davis, Vanessa Frazier, Gwen Jorgensen. I'll also add, these heats are pretty large. There's what, how 10K many? is large, but the 10K can be large because no, they the, can the double stack it. The men's has 18 guys in it. That's yeah, that's large. fine for a 10K. For, no, that's, that's the 5K. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the other five. That's the elite 5K for men, and the elite 5K for women is at 21. Um, But yeah, so this women's race, there's some pretty big gamer names in here, to be honest. I mean, like you have Mm. Kellen Taylor and uh, Stephanie Bruce, Wayne Collati, Rachel Snyder, Vanessa Frazier, Gwen Jorgensen. I mean, Gwen Jorgensen came out with a huge statement in like 2018, saying she was going to win Olympic gold in Tokyo uh, on the in the marathon. Right? Wasn't that Uh, the big claim? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, I mean, she's a triathlon world. medalist with Olympic gold. Gold. she's olympic an olympic gold. champion yeah olympic champion in the triathlon she was so dominant wisconsin. no big deal what did you say <laughs> she went to wisconsin oh, did you go there dude uh, maybe. I, what i learned is every australian middle distance runner goes to us uh goes to uh, wisconsin wisco legends what you know two of them i know now five of them from the ones that you mentioned in the <laughs> second heat of the 5k <laughs> man there's um, like there's so many australians it's an australian takeover but uh back to the 10k um, another name is Kira D'Amato. She's just like, I don't know anything about her except that she's ripping it right now. And I expect her to continue to rip it. What, what's she entered in that? She has a 5K time of 15.04. But, um, oh, damn. Okay. She ran like, she ran that, I think, just in a solo time trial, I think. And she ran, she just ran like the US 10 mile something record maybe and then that's she right. also ran like a 15 10 road road 5k like a couple of weeks before that so that's you think she crazy. takes it uh <laughs> yeah 
maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. She's going to win. 100%. Go. That's my pick. <laughs> I mean, Rachel Snyder, I've never seen her run a, a 10K. I mean, her time list is 32.47, which is one of the slower PRs in the field, but she's a strong athlete as well. Winnie Kaladi, this will be her Under Armour debut um, with the Dark Sky distance. Um, Stephanie Bruce and Kellen Taylor dropped down from the marathon. When did they get called the Dark Sky distance? It happened like a month or two ago. Why aren't you a dark sky? You're Under Armour. I'm a loser. You're the light sky. Hey, mommy. I, I'm not at the dark side, in the dark side yet. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, Natasha Rogers is a name in this field. She was she beat uh, Shalyn Flanagan in the uh, 2012 Olympic trials, but didn't have the qualifying standard, so she wasn't able to compete in uh, London. So it always goes back to the standard, dude. Have the standard, you'll make the team, especially in the U.S. Standard is pretty important in making the team. So what's, what's the standard for women? Women's standard for the 10,000 meters is 31.25. So the, it's getting paced five seconds back. I mean, if this pace isn't on at 6 to 8K, then it's going to be a grind fest to try to hit that standard and then I'll last 2K. Because mm. what is it? 32s is two 16s in a row. 72s would be 30 flat. So this is at 90 seconds after 72s. Uh, and it's 25 laps, so we're looking Math at like 74, hard. 75s per lap for this. Okay. So it's, it's just about five flat pace. Cool. Couple of couple of Brooks Hansons in there, dude. Yep. Anne Marie, shout out Henry. Hey, I said Anne Marie. Shout out. <laughs> uh, Brenda Flores with a 31.45. I'm not entirely familiar with women's 10K results, but I mean, Kellen Taylor's ran 31.07. That's remarkable. That's nearly That's 20 seconds under the standard. Those, That's what I'm those, talking uh, about. Those girls, man, they kill it. Those NAZ I mean, the Hoka, Hoka NAZ Elite is probably one of the most underrated teams, in my opinion. They're in the so world. consistent, those girls. They just get out there and they just race so well every time. Why, why have, do you not think they're, in the, they're, they're not in the limelight? YouTube, uh, not having a YouTube channel? Maybe not having a YouTube channel. Yeah, I mean, all the, all the good athletic programs right now have YouTube channels or some YouTube affiliation, but... Um, maybe, maybe they they just they're not a flashy program. That's I was gonna my, say it's a less a flashy event. Yeah. The ten k is not a flashy event. Ten k marathon's not flashy, but what is flashy is when you put four athletes in the top eight at the women's Olympic trials for twenty twenty for the U.S. Like that's flashy. Marathons, marathons, pretty cool these days. Marathons Dude, marathons pretty, in. It's getting pretty cool. It's know? getting very cool. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm thinking about just quadrupling by four in in the fifteen hundred meters and just hitting the the marathon, just doing twenty six times what I'm used to racing. Just Love. to be cool. That's pretty much where our time trial is going to be, Dave, to be honest. Yeah, we're going to do man. a 10-mile time trial. Who do you got? You guys Josh? are doing a 10-mile time trial? No. Well, the thing is, I pitched a 400, right? And 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 <laughs> then, for some reason, Danny listened to Ali Ostrander, who wanted to do a half marathon. And now Dave wants to do a 10-miler. So we're really we're really limboing. Dave, have you even run 10 miles before? I, uh, I, I, I can put There's them, a mileage guy, dude. I'm a mileage guy. I can, I can put him oh. down. We did a – what did we do? We did a nine-mile progression. Uh, oh, are you going to flex now? No, I'm just – Do you just, know I'm just gonna, oh. times? No. The day after Josh and I both had a surplus amount of food and beverage after Thanksgiving, we ran like 51, 10 for nine miles. So, like, that was a training day. So, nothing well, – What is that? It's like we averaged like 512s. But that's, that's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. Not, not crazy, though. We'll see what this 10-miler is. Oh, main goal would be under uh, under 50 minutes. Under 50 for the 400 is what I'm going for. Dude, if you go under 50 in the 400, I'll go under 50 in the, the 10 mile. Sounds All right, let's to go to this men's 10K. We, we might have a little bit more chat on this. I mean, for fewer discretion is advised. Actually, that's not even the right word to say. We were going to have Danny Jones on, uh, but she got her meetings mixed up. So we were unable so, to have no, her on. I want to make a point here, right? All right, go for it. Everyone's like, oh, Dave does everything for the podcast, isn't that right? And then my job normally is to get people on. And then the one time you try and get someone on, you give them the wrong time. No, I didn't give her the wrong oh. time. She got the times mixed up. I'm not going to, no. I mean, Danny Jones has been on the podcast. I, I brought, Dan, I brought Danny on before and she had and no she knows how we operate. She knows how we operate. She knows the link. She knows the drops. We, uh, we got a lot of banter to hash out, Josh, as the season moves on. And we'll definitely let Man, I'm Morgan chomping moderate a bit it. to roast you on here. I, will... I was actually with Danny, and she told me that this weirdo Dave Ribich reached out to her, and there's no way that she wants to do these podcasts. Mm. If she had known, I don't think that she knew that you were on the podcast 
Dave. I think she only knew that it was Josh Kerr's podcast. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> My secretary just reaches out. Oh, Morgan, you're breaking up now. You're going to get disconnected. Um, all right, men's 10,000 meter run. Do you want me to just shoot this last list as well? Yeah, go for it, man. Sub 2730 is, is the name of the game. The Olympic standard is 2728. Uh, Eric Avila, Sam Atkin, Hassan Abdi, Alex Messiah, X Monroe, Bias Simbasa, Rogan Austin, Clayton Young, Connor Winter, Edward Cheserick, Eric Jenkins, Frank Lara, Wesley Kiptu, uh, Geoffrey Kipchumba, Hilary Bora, Jacob Thompson, Joe Klecker, Emmanuel Bohr, Leonard Career, Pat Tiernan, Reed Fisher, Robert Brandt, Sam Chalanga, Reed Buchanan, Tyler Day, Jerma Michasso, Connor McMillan, Anthony Rodich, Zach Panning, Farah Abdullah Krim, and Bernard Keeter. So this is a pretty solid heat. I mean, we have, so many big names. we have the biggest NCAA miler of all time, Edward Cheserick in there. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Give me a second. Give me a second. Oh, yeah. No, it's December peak time. Yeah, no, no, no. He'll be ready to go. <laughs> He'll be rolling. November, December's are, are no, the months. November, December, championship season. Tell us how you really feel, Josh. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah, Josh, how do you oh, feel? No, I'm, I'm unfazed, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unfazed. They're going to run the standard. They'll run under 2730. I think, like, I'm predicting now just because, I mean, this isn't a hard prediction, but, like, you have, I think just because Pat Tunin is in this race and I think they'll have a solid pacemaker for the first half, I think this will be a great race where a lot of people will have the opportunity to run PBs and I think it'll be on pace for around that 2730. Because How many people do you think will get that standard? Minimal, I can see six people in this field getting it. I think two. Yeah, dude, six people. It's hard. No, I said minimal. I think six people could do it. I mean, that is the <laughs> <Minimal>. most. <laughs> that is the most weapon response, dude. That's. I would a say probably minimal. Response. Minimal zero, maximum thirty-one. <laughs> I think max three. Here's my six. Here's my think that I think could get it. Just flat out, I think Edward Cheserek could get it. I think. Uh, Hillary Bohr could get it. I think Joe Klecker could get it. Emmanuel Bohr, Leonard Career, Pat Tiernan. What's Klecker ran? What's Klecker ran? Klecker's ran 1324 for 5K, but that dude's a strength. That, he? Guy, that guy's strong. Yeah, he's ran 1324 for 5. That's what he's listed at for this entry. He's never ran a 10. That's okay, actually, I take, I take Joe back. If, Joe's, this is, if this is Joe's first track 10K, I don't know if he'll grab it, but I'm very confident in the other six or five that I mentioned. Um, Eric Jenkins mention ran what did Eric Jenkins do that time trial in at Portland? Did you see that? That guy's good. That guy's, like that guy's, you, you never really know. He, he is so, so talented, but you never know exactly what form he's in. Yeah. I think he's had a couple of injury issues. Um, so I don't know what form he's been in. Um, I know Joe Clark has been training very solid. Um, insider info. But uh, – and true. Sam Chalanga's with a 2708 entry. Do you know who Sam Chalanga is? Collegiate record holder, man. Yeah, dude. You he ran that in the race when uh, Solinsky broke 27 minutes. That's crazy. So do you think he's going to be able to grab it too? Because that would be another name. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't been in that form for a little bit. I would love to say yes, but he hasn't been in that form for a bit. Dude, what's Ben True around? Is he around 10K? Mm, I, don't th- I don't know. Let me look. Wait, Ben True's in this race? Well, well, do you guys not have him on your thing? Is he? No, he's he's not in. No. He's not on the start list. No. Okay, I don't think he'll run it then. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ben True, 10K Outdoor does not have a USA Place team, so I don't think he's. Okay. He's not in the race, so okay. Not in the race. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, this will be good. Yeah, again, it's down to the pacer, though. The pacers are going to make a make or break this. But what I will say is, considering Jesse's track record, he's brought in amazing pacers. I think it will go well. But it's all kind of up to. I mean, if you're in good shape for the five and for the ten, I don't see why you wouldn't race it. So that's going to be the hard part about getting pacers. It's getting someone to go through three k on pace to run thirteen fifteen then you could probably run 1330. So why would you not just race anyway? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, so they, have, um, they have Sam Atkins pace in this race. He's racing the 5K the night before, and then he's coming mm. back to pace this. So I think, he's hey, a I think they're the reliable. same night now. Oh, really? really? 
I think everything's the same night. When I was looking at the uh, the schedule. Nah, dude. Oh, uh, well, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm a liar. So I think that's a pretty like that's a pretty good reliable pacer right there. That'll be yeah. good. Um, again, I think twenty seven thirty is so quick. I think if they're running that pace, this race will get strung out really quick. I mean, ten k's like this always are incredibly strung out. But I think there'll be a nice little pack at the front, but there'll be a lot of bodies everywhere on the track. Yeah. So I think it's the consensus that we're saying that Pat Tiernan's taking this one. I'm going with Pat. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So the paces for this for all guys. those those at home for a 27, 28, 10K, you go through the first mile in 425. And then if you're consistent from 425, you'll run 425, 850, 1315 for three miles. 1740, 2206 for five miles, and then you will finish off to a 2728. So this 2206 to five miles. That sounds crazy. That sounds mad. That's crazy. Right. They're not messing about. They're Olympic standards for a reason, folks. I just feel like the higher up you go for the Olympic standards, the harder they are. They definitely sound more difficult. Like when I think about running 335, I'm like, all right, I can I can write that down. I can. I'm two seconds off that. That'll just be 0.5 every single lap almost. But then I look at this, I'm like, what? Does mean like the 5K and 10K both have gotten way quick, like compared to four years ago, like the 5K, it was 13.25 four years ago. And now it's 13.13. They used to have A and B standards as well, right? Four years ago at the Olympics, I don't think they did, but they, yeah, I don't know. They just... So I just like, what's the point, I guess? But it's yeah. with the, it's because of the rankings and stuff, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. That's I crazy. also think in this 10K, you got those really, really talented WCAP guys. They're, they seem to be a bit, like, hit and miss as well. But, like, if they're on, man, they're going to be very hard to drop. And they have some pretty good kicks. Yeah, yeah this, we got, this is we a got good a- kicking feel, too. Thing is, you you can't have any part timers in 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 two races that both are going to go paced at sub twenty eight. You know what I mean? So like these are going to be exciting races. They're going to be packed races, but we, we're going to have a lot of blow ups. There's going to be some big blow ups around. See, that's here what I'm saying. This is this is this is a full court shot. If you're going for to, some people, yes. Yeah, this is a full court shot. If you're going, it would be a full court shot for us if we raced this race. It would we were be. going to race. Yes, it would have been. Oh, it would have for been, us yeah. to get pace at sub twenty eight minutes and I mean, us like, to go there. Our original conversation. I've run a, one five k, and I'd I, try and run a ten k. My five k is fourteen fifty two. I would have not even. My my five k was maybe in the women's heat. Hey, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is, if I, as a professional track and field athlete, ran every single world record for women's athletics, I would have a successful career. That's what I'm saying. Some of these women's world record marks are mind blowing and unreal for many reasons, but. Um, it's fast. I mean, it's going to be good, but this is a full court shot. Like, I think there's a lot of Stop risks. Stop with these shots, bro. It, it's so difficult to figure out. This is, Josh, okay, here, here, I'll speak in your language, Josh. This is like a par three and you pull out a seven iron. You know, it's just not going to get the job done. It, it could be if it's a, if it's like a 180 yard par three. This, this is not that far. It's like a 120 meter par three. Meters we're working in that, is it? Yeah, because we're a track, track group, but... So you got – who did you say you got the win? Pat Tiernan? Uh, Pat Tiernan, yeah. He just ran Pat a pretty Tiernan. good half. So let's hope that kicks him off to here. Did he? Yeah, he ran that half uh, in uh, Oregon with Rupp and, and all them. Oh. In like 62, did? I think 62 oh. or 63. Nice. So, Morgan, are you excited for, for all the uh, the Boulder racers to come back with COVID and, and just take, take Boulder down or – Dude, they already got COVID, man. <laughs> Boulder is like messed up, but yeah, I can't wait. I mean, is there is there a reason you're not racing it? Yeah, so, um, Joe told me on Sunday that he just didn't really want me to race it because I was originally entered in this 10k, and he's uh, wants me to be ready to go, like really ready to go for like a 5k, getting the standard in like January, February, and. He was, I guess, looking at the plan and he was just like, yeah, I think you need another really solid block of training leading up to that if you're going to do it. And this 10K seems like it could be just like too much of an interruption. Um, he was definitely a bit worried that um, like it would kind of throw my body around for like a week or two. And he was like, yeah, I don't think it's worth it. Kind of like 
what you guys have been talking about in terms of the the David's good analogies. Like, I mean, if I got the Olympic standard, of course, that would have been awesome. But I think for him, he was just like, yeah, it's probably not worth it for what it could potentially do. Are you thinking of ever running a 10K this year, this coming year? I mean, I was pretty excited to race it until I <laughs> talked to him uh, <laughs> on Sunday. So if the opportunity, if things are, if the opportunity presents itself and things align, yeah, I would like to do a 10K. Um, i never done one seriously. So I think eventually I would move up to like a, being a 5K, 10K guy. That's kind of like the goal. I, I mean, I love the 1500 as well, but I'd like to run some solid 10Ks. They're just like, there's just such, there's just none of them now. There's just so little. So it's just so hard. They're not in the Diamond Leagues anymore, are they? Were they ever in the Diamond Leagues? Well, I mean, at one point, and like this was like a while ago, I feel like there was a lot more 10Ks, but that was a different era in distance running. There was probably a lot more drugs. Not that there's not drugs now, but like, I don't know. There just used to be more for whatever reason. Yeah. It's not that's fair so what do we name this typically we have the guest name the episode but i guess we're all kind of hosting this one so i don't think you're the guest here dave this is me and me and the morgan show i'm gonna name it uh i'm gonna name it track meet the half court shot of track and field i like it that's actually really good (laughs) how long have you been thinking of that one for i just thought of it off the top of my head i did it the right way of the sit and kick way three two one no pauses no interruptions Morgan's had enough, dude. Morgan's had enough. He's left the screen. But all right, guys, I think we are going to wrap this up. This has been a longer episode than we thought it would be, but we just bantered about. Hopefully this is a um, an episode that you can turn on and turn off whenever you want. It's nothing committing. Um, but we just kind of shot the sh- shot the shoot, you know. So uh, we're having a good time talking as boys. And uh, we thank Morgan for the times. Morgan, do you have any last final words for all of uh, all these fans that listen to this? Um, thanks for having me, guys. This was really fun. Uh, if you guys want me to take over this podcast and just host it with Josh, get rid of David. Just send a DM or something. David, David can still David. run our socials. Oh, David, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I literally will be just a little computer guy. <laughs> but That'd be awesome. All right. Josh, you good? I am doing fantastic, Dave. All right. I am stopping the recording. It's a, a slow, meandering affair. He wants to kick. He's got to go now. With Josh Kerr. All right, here, David Ribbish. Josh Kerr. David Ribbish. Josh Kerr's for real. Fastest C2, 1500 meters. Josh Kerr on the outside. Way up front now is David Ribbish.